It's Shaw, Corrett, and Barkley here on You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. Sorry, I'm just reading some before we get back to the game shows, because, Jake, you're in Chicago right now. So, what, they're going to postpone this Pirates-Cubs game, I'm reading, because of the unhealthy air quality. Oh, I'm sorry, Cubs-Phillies. Can I ask a really dumb question for everybody involved, including you, Ken? I'm reading the story and I still can't comprehend. Is this the same air from the wildfires from like three weeks ago in New York? And yeah. it took that long to get to Chicago? Yeah, Jake's like, in has Chicago. Has it just been like so Jake's floating along? Famously, yep. Yeah, that's, yeah. Like, that's so what like, happened. Well, so like, Sean, where are you seeing that? Because like, I haven't seen anything all day yet today. Like, and I've been looking. Um, oh, okay. Never mind. The headline says Cubs game on for now, but they're monitoring mm-hmm. postponing. I'm sorry. I was looking at, I was just trying to look for other sports stories. And this was the first one that came up at CBSSports.com. So the air quality index there is 198 considered unhealthy. I know yep. we dealt with this here. I was mowing the lawn. I couldn't breathe like an idiot when this came through a couple weeks ago. <laughs> but, Why were you um, mowing the lawn? So I was in the midst of, I was doing, I think, a couple of You Better You Bets that week, whatever was going on, and I didn't have a sure, lot of time. Yep. No, and then there was like rain one of the days, which was kind of screwed up with the cloud. And like the one day I could, my daughter was sick. I, I just remember it was being like, I have to mow the lawn this day. And I knew that like the wildfire smoke was there, but like it just seemed cloudy. So I went out and I mowed the lawn. And I had AirPods in. I'm listening to a podcast or whatever. I'm not really looking up at the sky. Um, so I'm just going along and like, I kind of feel myself heavy breathing, but you know what I mean? It's kind of like a workout. I'm fat anyway, whatever. My wife's cousin pulls up cause she wanted to stop by and she sees me, she goes, what are you doing? And I like, I had to stop the lawnmower to talk to her. And the moment I stopped and my adrenaline stopped, I was like Stockton in the finals. Like I was just hands on the knees oh, breathing. Man. And I looked up and the sky had turned orange by then, but I just wasn't like paying attention. So anyway, I was a complete disaster, and that was the same night the Yankees postponed the game with the Phillies. But the reason I find this crazy is that was like three weeks ago. We haven't had a sign of that really in three weeks. We've kind of gotten our summer back in the New York. You know, Ken, living up in Connecticut, you know, sunny skies have returned and whatnot. So I read this now in Chicago, and I think about the fact that I can get to Chicago on an airplane in about two hours from New York City. So I just want to know. If these are the same wildfires, how did the smoke that was over my head three weeks ago take two weeks to travel to Chicago? I think that's just like the the currents, right? The uh, the the way the air moves or something. Mike's writing it's a different okay. patch of smoke, so it's like the same fire, but it's you know they're getting so they're they're catching so a stray went, from like the stuff that we got basically. Like they're getting, so maybe yeah. like this went right to left on your radio dial across Canada and then headed down yeah. south on a jet yeah, stream like to a Chicago draw instead of a fade. Yeah, it was like kind of so you know, same a different, fire, different, movement. different smoke clouds than we dealt with. Okay, yeah, got it. Which is tough. Got it. And I, I know people that uh, somebody that lives in Colorado. I was talking to the other day, and they were like, "Yeah, this happens like all the time." Like it stinks. Like it happens a lot from like California wildfires and stuff that like the you know the, all the smoke gets out there. Just yeah, I'm I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good on uh on any of this. I think I'm okay on it. Yeah. Well, hopefully they play the game. That'd be pretty. I mean, well, that'd, I be, say, that'd be a huge bummer. If you're thinking about placing a bet involving the Cubs and Phillies tonight, all I would tell you is just hold your horses at least for another hour or two as we get a little closer. Because it was about four o'clock local time when they canceled both the Yankees and the Phillies games that one night. So figure another hour. You probably have a call on that. So I How would that affect the game? Like if the air quality is really bad, what would that mean? Like I just, well, like, like if does they the ball played, travel differently? It's a great question because the Yankees played two of the game or two of the days versus the White Sox. The day with the smoke was bad, but not like the day was really, really bad. Right. Uh, and I 
I could be wrong, but I think there were a lot of runs scored. So who knows? Okay. Like, does that really affect? Does the ball travel in heavy smoke? It counts as like humidity. Well, I it's probably more like I, pitcher concentration or something like that. Yeah. If it's like you're out there trying to work well, and it sucks. Yeah. And that's true too. I would think the pitcher himself probably labors the most to get through what they're doing, right? I mean, there's like a lot of just like oh, standing no around question. to the fielders. I, I don't even know and who the would be second. Or the on catcher? the bench. So like the pitcher's. Yeah, the pitcher and the catcher are the ones constantly working, so I would think they're at a disadvantage in heavy air quality. So there you go. So maybe the over is the play. Did huh. we just find a sick, twisted way to bet Cubs Phillies over tonight? We might yeah, have. Why? People we play weather have. angles in, in baseball all the time. Yeah. People play, oh, humidity is this, and the ball's yeah. going to carry you this way, and the wind's blowing this way. Man, I don't know how people, like, I, I pay attention to a lot of stuff. The baseball weather, I'm I'm good. Like, I just, I, yeah. I'm, and I, I say that as somebody who, watch the NHL awards last night. So it's, it's, we all have our things. That's just not one of my things. I just the baseball is so freaking relentless. It's just on every day and there's 15 games and it's yep. just, it's relentless. Like, I, I mean, and I, if you love it, then that's awesome. I guess there are people that are like, well, college basketball is relentless. Like Saturday, there's 120 games and there's games on Sunday. There's games every day of the week. I don't know. It just feels different, I guess. I don't have to pay attention to weather. That's always good. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It's just the baseball always strikes me as just like, there's just there's no days, literally no days off. And it's also during the summer. Just never, just never appealed to me for that reason. Well, at the same time, Ken, if we didn't have baseball, what the heck would we talk about for the next month and a half? So thank God we do have baseball. Again. Well, wait, right wait, to be... see what I have coming up. We'll see what we talk about oh, for the good, next month and a half. Good, yeah. Good point. Good point. All right. So with that, we closed on sports market sweep here with the Mets total. I had 76 and a half. We had a, what a Jake had a 74 and a half. And I think did Tyler, Tyler, was, like, and Tyler and a half? was 78 and a half. 78 and a half. All right. So you, uh, you were going to tell us which one you think is most on the nose before we get to the next kind of rounds, right? Yeah. And it's uh, look like, uh, you know, a great market is in the eye of the beholder. So this is just like kind of what I think. I think who, who had the lowest one, Jake had the lowest one, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, I had 74 yes. and a half. Um, that's going to be my – I think I'm going under all those, I think. I think wow. this might get really bad, like really bad. Well, I mean, we're talking about wins in the 60s here for the Mets this year? But, like, I don't know. Just a baseball team with, like, a ton of money and, like, hype and stuff, like, it seems just really an unlikely thing to be average. So, like, it's gonna, it's either going to get way better, like, way better – or it's like totally pull the plug. Like, I don't think they're going to win like 80 games. Like, what's the point? Like, in September, I'm not saying, like, but Jake's dude. saying they might rest Verlander and Scherzer. I have no idea. Like, I don't know anything about that. But, like, are they just, they're like still like going for it if they're like nine back? Like, what happens? I mean, well, you got, again, like I said, they're in like an a unbelievable schedule stretch right, right. now. Well, well, so what what are the first 78 games young... been? An unbelievable 78-game schedule no, stretch? I, okay. I know, but, like, they've called up some of these young guys. If they finally just let all of them cook and play, like, they might be too dumb to care that their season's basically over. <laughs> the um, 2023 Mets. Too dumb to care. That's gonna too like dumb that. to care. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm looking. They're going to play the Nats, the Red Sox, the White Sox in July here. I mean uh, – Again, I don't think any of us have been playing great baseball, but I think playing 500 baseball might be just playing good baseball, playing back to their means sure. a little bit. And they're not going to sell. So I guess that's the idea too. Like they're never no, selling. They might. I mean, they, I think starting right? Marte. They like, might sell. Again, they're going to play the pipe. Where are they going to sell? I think Marte will probably get sold. And like, 
I don't know, man. Would it shock anybody if they found Scherzer uh, a spot where he could wave his no trade clause to get the hell out of there and go play for a contender and like try to re- maybe get something? Yeah. The Mets well, then, have no pitching. Then why prospects? is your number sixty-five? If that's the case, if this is all pot, I didn't even know this was being talked about. It's now started early discussions here, but why my number is that? I hate to break it to you, Scherzer sucks. So, like getting rid of him, I don't think. I know this sounds crazy. Like I think the Mets might figure this out a little bit where. They, oh, they just hit their way out of it. I, I'm also picking 76 and a half. I'm not picking a Right, you picked a low here. number. You picked under 500. Yeah. yeah. But I'm, I just... I'm basically picking them to play slightly above 500 baseball the rest of the way because Brett Beatty and Francisco Alvarez go on a tear and they have fun the rest of the year. It just seems like usually baseball teams hit this this point in like the next couple of weeks where it's, it's, it's fork in the road time. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And it's usually it's not just like, well, we'll just like kind of stay like this. We'll win like 79 games. It's like, no, you either like you dump everything or you're just naturally awful because you've already dumped everything or you go but for this, it. So then, and well, so teams end up splitting into these two groups. Yeah. So I agree with your mindset. This is actually an interesting conversation, which I guess it shouldn't, I shouldn't put the word actually mean you were having a conversation. It should always be interesting. <laughs> but, uh, and you actually made a good point there. I'll actually give you credit for that. But you, you're hosting Sports Market Sweep here. I think we all gave fair numbers that even if yeah, you were just did. listening to the show went, wow, they were all really wow, good. the Mets in the 70s. Yeah. But what would you – if you're betting the under, where do you think they fall? Because now we're talking about a Mets season where the wins you think totally fall out and they're going to – basically you're telling me you think they're going to be in the 60s. Well, yeah, just because that's what they are with everyone playing like now. Now that everyone's played for a while and they're, and they, well, and they're terrible. Well, Pete Alonso's also been out. Yeah. Pete Alonso was out a bunch. So that was a big yeah. deal. Verlander is still, are you going to argue he's like not, you know, all the way back? Is that like kind of going to be the argument too? Uh, is that going to be a thing? He's been the fun. Relievers, I mean, last, the relievers were hurt for a while and then they didn't use yeah. him. Yeah. I mean, when you're relying on David Robertson just to be like your only guy because Adovino sucks. So the team, look, let's be honest. The team actually kind of just sucks, period. And we should have sold this coming. Right. This, is what, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. But I don't think what asking just bad? them to be... But asking them to be a 77-win team, you're still a bad baseball team. That's true. They're uh, The playoff market from MGM is on our screen right now. They're plus 370 to reach. Uh, remember, uh, six teams six teams make the playoffs, right? We're up to six now because <laughs> they yeah. changed it last year. Yeah. So six teams make the playoffs. So, again, like expand the field, and uh, they're still they're minus 475 to miss the playoffs. So even if you're like, yeah, they stink, they're not going to make it. Now, part of that is that, like, the Braves are obviously already going to make it. The Central's only going to give you probably one team because the Reds, I think, are going to lose a lot more. And the Giants and the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks are all awesome. So, like, you're just, you're already, like, up against it in terms of how many teams can yeah. get spots. Um, but, like, I, I guess, I don't know. I guess they'll just be really interesting. I They strike me as a team where everyone's st- like and i only i bring this up because in other sports this happens all the time also where you get like halfway through a season no no, no like they got it and then it's like <laughs> like n- no they don't got it like they, they don't got don't it, got it. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely don't got it yeah and uh they and we do sure that with, with good teams too like we do that with uh you know what what would be a baseball team where that's probably happening right now like the orioles or Arizona, where I'm sure they're like a short favorite a bunch of times and against teams that they play, and they win like 70% yeah. of their games. And the market's just like, nope, they're bad. Like, or they're just average, right. or they're not very good. They we just keep winning. to trust them. And, uh, right. Yeah, so just, I think the Mets are the, kind of the inverse of that. Interesting. Okay. We ready for 
I guess round number two. Yeah, two segments out of the Mets, by the way. Almost two segments out of them. I mean, good. yeah. This is this is yeoman's work by me and you today. Here we go. Yeah, it's good. Uh, next one. Well, I'll do the other baseball one because I don't know how good the answers are going to be, but I I was intrigued by this. Uh, the Mariners Nationals game last night ended on like a really 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 bad strike three call. Uh, Mark Carlson was the home plate umpire and like foot off the plate called strike three the game ends the bases were loaded the nats were down four so tying run was at the plate terrible strike three call game ends really bad call make a market with the fair price with you think what your accuracy would be calling balls and strikes in a major league baseball game if you were an umpire an umpire so like zero to a hundred And uh, I didn't see the ump scorecard for Carlson because it hadn't come out right before the show. Usually it comes out like in the afternoon, the ump scorecards come out. And I was actually like kind of looking for it. I'm going to look for it right now where he's running down there. Responses because okay. it was one that was eagerly, eagerly awaited. Yes, Tyler, percentage, percentage. His uh, overall accuracy is actually pretty good. 94%, but his number one miss, as you can imagine, like in terms of furthest away from the plate or farthest away from the plate was the Candelario at bat that ended the game with the bases loaded. It's like a foot outside and low. So percentage, what's the fair? So like everybody, I think wants robot umps. Everybody also thinks umpires are really bad. So like, all right, like how well do you think you'd be doing like calling balls and strikes? What do you think the fair market is? So Sean, you want to go first? I'll go first. I'm going to go Ken 86%. So you were actually really humble. I kind of was like, is everybody going to put like 90-something for this? Like, does everybody think no. they could do it? No, my explanation would be I think I'd be really good because I've played baseball my whole life, obviously, all that. But I get really confused at height. I think in, in crunch time, <laughs> shorter player, taller yeah. player. I think that 14% you gotta where bend down, though. Will like, that's where you got to get like really yeah. low, like behind the catcher. Height deficiencies are going to throw me off in my fairness, so 86%. I Yeah. I, I think my number would actually be like even lower than that for me. So this will be kind of an answer unique to each person. Jake, you want to go next? I know we're coming up on 90 here a little bit. Yeah, sure. So um, I am actually really close to Sean. I went 87%. How about that? <laughs> this is really funny. Why'd you, why'd you go with 87? What made you pick 87 and not 70? Uh, I like to think that I could go with like, I watch enough baseball kind of similar to Sean and I like have enough of a feel for it, but like speed, like ha- like I wouldn't be able to sit there for three seconds and mull it over. I think my gut would get me in trouble a couple times. <laughs> I like that. I like. I think that, that pitch was nasty. I'm going to reward that. Would you, Jake? If uh, if the catcher dropped the ball, would you call it a strike? Oh man, people hate uh, that, don't they? Don't they hate like, yeah. like, like reward the or like punish the catcher for not catching it or something. People get like old baseball yeah. people get really crotchety at that. Don't they? I'm going to say I'd be 50, 50 on those. Probably. Hopefully quick hook. I feel like people it's fair. Can, people complaining from the dugout, quick hook on those people. You're out. Yeah, no, I would try to be a fair judge. I think a benevolent, <laughs> a benevolent Sean's tossing people out left and right. Sean's like, Oh, you're out of here. I'm making myself the focal point of the game. You're out. You're out. Have you umped before? I feel like you probably umped before something. Once, once, Little League, uh, and I was, people getting rung up. I made that a very quick game. <laughs> All right, we come back more. You better, you bet, presented by Ben MGM.